Howdy, howdy, my friends, and welcome again to the Run of the Mills podcast. This is Keeping Up with the King, episode 196. I was really hoping to be done with this series by episode 200, but not gonna happen because we have way too much to talk about. So anyway, hey, we're in Matthew chapter 18, and we've been talking about the parable or maybe the story of the unforgiving servant. Um, and so this is this account that Jesus gives of this servant who owed the king an unpayable debt and the king has compassion on the servant forgives him of the debt that he owed and sends him on his way that servant then finds another servant who owes him a small debt grabs him by the throat throws him into prison and there's really interesting stuff in here. I mean, the, the the things that the servants both say are they both say when confronted with their debt, the same thing. And yet we find that the king who is owed a far greater debt is far more compassionate than the servant who owes a small debt. And he's far more compassionate than the servant who has just been forgiven of a great debt. And so last time we stopped at the very end because the very end of this story is is challenging. Uh, because when the king finds out that this servant has thrown his fellow servant into prison, it says that the master, after he had called him, said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? And that is the point, that as a Christian, we have been forgiven so much by God that we ought to be forgiving of others. And when we start to get this idea of, well, they don't deserve my forgiveness, or you don't know what they've done, that's when we need to read the rest. So the rest says this. And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he could pay all that was due to him. So the question is then, his master is angry and delivers him to the torturers until he could pay all that was due how long is he going to be tortured for? That's a, that's a big problem. If you don't get paid to be tortured and you owe the master $6 billion or so, um, this is a big problem. And so the question is, and there's many people that take it this way, and I believe that there's validity to this, that you could say that, well, he's never going to be able to pay it, but if he falls before the king again, and begs the king again and says, have, you know, have mercy on me. I, I was a fool. I should have forgiven my brother. I should have forgiven him his, you know, what he owed me. Perhaps he would be free again because a lot of people take this. Um, and I've taken this. And I believe this is one of those things that I think there's perhaps more than one way to take this. And maybe that's intentional that when we refuse to forgive, we are tortured by it. My refusal to forgive someone else, the holding on to a grudge, just brings about anger and bitterness within me. You know, it's often been said that bitterness is a poison that you take, hoping that someone else will die. Same idea with you know, unforgiveness. I refuse to forgive them for what they've done. Like, like it's a punishment for them. I'm going to punish them by not forgiving them. You know, the only way that punishment works is if they're begging you, like, please forgive me. I'm so sorry. And they desire a relationship with you and they're desiring to rectify it. And you think, well, I'm going to hurt them back. I'm not going to forgive them. 
I'm going to hold, I'm going to make them wallow in it. Then, then maybe you'll torture them a little bit, but you know what? Ultimately you're the one being hurt. And maybe more often than not, we're forgiving people that haven't even acknowledged that they've done something to us. Those people that have said a, a careless word or that stranger who was rude or cut us off in traffic or whatever, they don't even know and they don't even care. They're not desiring reconciliation with us. And so we're not, we're not harming them by unfor- by holding on to unforgiveness. We're just, just harming ourselves. But I think there's a greater thing going on here. And, and this is controversial. I'll tell you that right up front. Because the next verse, verse 35, says this. Well, let's first read 34 again. It says, And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he could pay all that was due to him. Verse 35. So my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. So the question is here, is he talking about hell? Is he saying that if you don't forgive, God's sending you to hell? Now, this is an interesting question because some people are going to say, no, 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 no. He's, he's talking about what you were just saying, Mike. He's saying that that if you uh, if you don't forgive it, it, you know God's going to allow that to torture you and eat at you, and I think I think that may be the the proper uh, interpretation. However, I don't want to I don't want to play down something. I don't want to play down something that could be serious because it's uncomfortable. So the question then is, will God send somebody to hell because they're not forgiving? Well, that comes to the next question is, well, how are you saved? Well, I'm saved by grace through faith. I believe in God's free gift of grace, his free gift of forgiveness, right? God has offered me forgiveness and it comes when I believe and I receive it. So Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for all my sin, past, present, and future, but not just all of mine, all of yours and everyone else's to pay this. He died to pay the to pay the debt for the sins of the world. So here is the tricky part. If I refuse to forgive someone, it's calling into question the very standard of forgiveness and my belief in the efficacy of the cross and Jesus' uh, substitutionary death. So I might use some big words there, but basically what I'm saying is this. If we are forgiven by the free gift of, gift of grace, Jesus Christ dying on the cross for us, then if I say to someone, I refuse to forgive you, well, now forgiveness is not a free gift. Forgiveness is now based on merit. I refuse to forgive me you because of what you did to me because you offended me. Okay. Now forgiveness is based on the, who the, who is offended. Well, if I have offended God, then I'm in trouble. If, if, uh, forgiveness, forgiveness can only be given to those who have not been offended. I mean, that makes no sense. And so the next thing is to say, well, wait a minute. I forgive you. If, if you really mean it when you apologize, well, there's, there's no way I can know if you really mean it. There's no way I can know that. See, because the, again, the point is like, it's the, the heart behind it. 
thing. I'm not going to hold that person responsible for the debt they owe. I'm going to wipe out the debt that they owe. And, and so here, here's the problem. If I say, I'm not going to forgive you because you don't deserve it because you haven't shown sufficient uh, groveling. In other words, you haven't earned it. You haven't, you haven't put in enough penance. You haven't suffered enough. Well, now forgiveness is based on the amount of personal suffering, the amount of uh, groveling, you know, all these things that now become these things <clears throat> that must, <clears throat> excuse me, th things that must be done which makes it a merit-based forgiveness. Now, if forgiveness is merit-based, if in order for you to forgive another person, it's based on their merit, you've now said forgiveness is based on merit. That is the standard. That is my standard. My standard is forgiveness is based on merit. So when you are standing before God and the books are open and you are judged, and you are the merit by which you are judged, or rather the standard by which you are judged is the standard by which you judged, you're in big trouble. Because you are saying, I forgive based on merit. And so forgiveness is a merit-based thing. So therefore, when you are judged, you are going to be judged by merit, and you are going to be in big trouble. And so the big question here, I think, or the big problem is, is when we refuse to forgive, we're saying you don't merit forgiveness. And when I say you don't merit forgiveness, now I am saying that forgiveness is based on merit. And the question is, do I merit forgiveness from God? And scripturally speaking, no, you don't. And I don't. And if, and if forgiveness is based on merit, we are doomed. If forgiveness is based on merit, we are doomed. Thankfully, God's forgiveness is not based on our merit, but on his grace, his goodness, based on his substitutionary sacrifice. And my forgiving of others ought to be based on the same thing. Jesus paid it all. When I look at somebody else and I say, somebody has to pay for that, what they did. They need to pay for what they did. They need to pay. I need to remember the cross and be reminded somebody already paid. God bless you. Talk to you next time.